Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Reject Rundown Podcast. And you're joining me, Tony the Kid, today, of course, again. Well, how's everybody doing? Hope everybody's having a good day today. Let's, uh, let's, you know, let's work hard. Let's get to it, everybody. So, today's episode is going to be about my recap on watching Scotty Pippen's complaint on Good Morning America with the interview with Michael Strahan. Uh, pertaining to his issues with Michael Jordan. Now, for those that are listening, Pareto Advisory is advised, as always, everybody. So, parents, if you're around the kids, make sure you turn it down. Kids, if you're around your parents, you better make sure they don't hear what happens. <laughs> so, going forward, everybody, Scottie Pippen <clears throat> finally speaks out, basically. Well, technically, he has been speaking out in general, Okay. He has been speaking out for many, many, many multiple times um, in the last possibly year, if anything, if I'm not mistaken. At least ever since Michael Jordan's The Last Dance, Netflix special. No, not Netflix, I apologize. Just The Last Dance in general. Um, documentary came out. We all know Michael Jordan was solely working on this project, pretty much helming it and you know developing it and stuff like that making it uh if i'm not mistaken a five-part series or a four-part series so when this first came out it's highly watched okay if you lived back in the 90s and back in the michael jordan era even from the 80s 90s and early 2000s you got to kind of understand the dynamic and how freaking crazy it was knowing that Michael Jordan was basically winning all the championships during that whole decade. Once he got to the finals, he could never lose. Period. Why is that? Possibly good teammates, obviously. It just looked like he had a good core team. Many speculate it's because of Phil Jackson. Many speculate it's because of Scottie Pippen. Many speculate that Michael Jordan, you know, had a great team in general. But let's be honest. Just for simple fact. Thus far, Michael Jordan on that Bulls team only played with three other Hall of Famers. You play with Dennis Rodman, who they recruited. You play with Scottie Pippen. And you now play with Tony Kukoc, recently Hall of Famer. Other than that, who else? Who else did you play with during that span of you winning the championships? But, you know, that's my case of point. You know, every decade has their player that they grew up loving. Okay? Every decade has their certain player. Someone's going to argue this person's better. Someone's going to argue that person. We all know, if you guys have been listening to me for many, many years with the rejects, you know, we basically talk about, especially with SG3, with Zach Mac, and, you know, old man RJ. We always talk about who was the greatest basketball player alive and always have those great debates. I, on the other hand, think, of course, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Why? I grew up in that era. I grew up watching him on TV. So no matter what you show me on statistics or whatever case may be with any other player, he would always be number one. The late Kobe Bryant wasn't a, wasn't a player that I liked to watch. Why? Because I felt he implemented so much of Michael Jordan. But then again, it's a homage 
to how much respect he had for Michael. And I realized and recently realized how much I respect Kobe Bryant for that. Kobe Bryant, me afterwards watching him at the moment right now, he was a phenomenal player. Hands down. Hands down. Now, back to the point at hand. So Last Dance comes out. You know, everyone, everyone's been watching this. Everyone's starting to notice it's, it seemed to be more of a, a solo documentary on Michael Jordan himself. Now, Mike, I, I guess I could say maybe it could be the ego in you of doing that solely on yourself. And because everyone wants to know about Michael Jordan, his past, and a lot of these rumors and theories and stuff like that. I believe this was that time for you to kind of put that out there for the, te- for the fans. But what I didn't like, and I truly understand Scottie Pippen's point of view, is that why did you disrespect Pippen? I, if it was issues between Pippen and the team, then I, if I'm not mistaken, that should be solely based on Pippen agreeing and doing his own documentary stating what happened. That should be his side of things. Why does it have to deal with you? I, I don't. I think that's the one part I don't agree with at all whatsoever is that Scottie Pippen wasn't interviewed for that sense of what really happened. It wasn't really like, okay, this part one, Michael Jordan's telling his side of how Last Dance transpired and how things came about for all these years. Part two, you get Scottie Pippen's point of view from when he started with the Bulls all the way until he, you know, the Last Dance itself with that. Part three, Phil Jackson. You got to tell Phil Jackson's side of things on how things transpired with the last dance, how we got to the Bulls team, and how it went through there. Part four, Dennis freaking Rodman. You definitely had to had to get his side of how the last dance went and put it in there. And part five, you would have had the whole team mixed in, telling their nicks and cracks of their side of the story. Which then, which then concludes the last dance for the whole team. That should have been how it should, basically should have been done. That's how it should have been done. But I don't understand where Michael Jordan decided to make this documentary solely based on him. I... I love the documentary. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I do love the Last Dance. Why? Because as a deal with my Chicago Bulls, it dealt with the time of period that I was watching them, and I finally kind of understood certain points of the stories. I understand now what happened with Pippen, but I get Pippen's point of view on basically, you know, having an issue with it. I get it. He has all the right to. But what I don't get, Scotty. Is that why did it have to take you to take it until this point? Why all of a sudden did you have to wait for this to come out for you to finally say, I'm going to make my book. I'm finally going to publish it. I'm finally going to bash Phil. I'm finally going to bash Jordan. Like, you know, it, it seems like as if you just waited for that moment. And maybe, maybe it's, maybe it was, maybe it was due. Okay. And I, I guess I could say I probably respect, I 
respect the fact that, you know what, because Jordan co didn't come at me like that, because Jordan praised me saying that if it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for, you know, Pippen, Jordan really wouldn't have all those six titles at all whatsoever. And, and anybody could debate about that no matter what. Everybody could debate about if it wasn't for Pippen, Jordan would have had these freaking uh, championships. If it wasn't for this person, Jordan would have like, That debate can go on for a lifetime. Some, some people could definitely make great points on it. Some people, mm, not so much. But <laughs> to say the least, it's great to know that it, I that part of the respect that Scotty had for basically not coming out like that and being a diva and saying anything premature. Like, alright man, you wanted to cross the line, you passed this boundary, you were talking shit about me, you know what, well, fuck you, I'm gonna come at you now, Phil, fuck you too, cause you were talking shit about me on the documentary, and then Phil's looking like, I didn't say nothing, all I did, they just asked me a question, I just asked a question. You're like, no, fuck that. You you said something, man. No, no, bullshit. Bull fuck shit. You said it. I don't care. I can rewind it, play it, and you said it, man. And, you know, he could do all that type of stuff like that. He could definitely do some shit like that. But, again, you know, to, to each a point of view on how the, you know, interpreted that information. Okay? Now, watching this... Good Morning America, I've been waiting for him to say a few things ever since, you know, this whole spiel kind of, it's been going downhill from there. Um, it, it was, it was, it didn't really explain too much, you guys. Let's be honest. It didn't really explain anything. I mean, it just basically gave him a mic finally and let him say, you know, I was really upset. The documentary, you know, really only told one side of the story. It really only didn't show my side of things. It felt more like a Michael Jackson docu Michael Jackson <laughs> Michael Jordan documentary. That's what it really felt like. Like that's pretty much all it was it felt to me, okay? And you know, you get that and again, this is another thing. He still says it to this day, like, you know, if it you know, I don't believe it wasn't for me, Jordan would have his champions. But again, I respect the guy. But you can say the same thing. If it wasn't for Jordan, there would be no Pippen. Like, you know, stuff like that. Like, he still somewhat praises him and says, you know what? Regardless, at the end of the day, I'm successful because of what happened during that time period. It's just what I didn't like is that you were disrespecting me, man. And you haven't apologized to me. So now, I want my apology. But I also, I'm also finally getting my time to shine and say my two cents than you basically controlling the narrative and you having your own two cents. So I get it. I get it. I get it. It just didn't, it didn't really answer any questions at all. Let's put it that way. It didn't answer any questions. It just made it more confusing. It just made it more confusing. And I can't sit there and totally be happy that he finally spoke out either. You know? Because it's like, well, if you're not really making your point here, then what was then really what was the purpose? Like you really probably could have just left it alone. Because anyways, people are gonna interpret the interpret what happened during Chicago time period and then decide from there. Like for myself. 
my experiences, regardless Michael jo- Michael Jordan being the greatest, Scottie Pippen was a phenomenal defensive player. If Scottie Pippen were to go against anybody at that time period, that boy's defense was second to none. Which is why him and Dennis Rodman always went at it when they were in the Pistons. When they were, you know, Rodman was on the Pistons and Pippen was on the Bulls. He still was somewhat successful during the two years that Michael Jordan left. So I cannot knock him and kind of and cannot disrespect the fact that he was a phenomenal player. I'm glad he's a top 50 player of all time, which I think he's well deserving. So I guess that's my recap, everybody. I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, interpret how is that. You know, how interpret things how you want to interpret. Listen to the interview. Watch the watch the freaking documentary. Kind of understand the history of what happened in Chicago during that time period. It makes sense. Things make sense. It's just now things are finally starting to come out. Because before before social media, everything was on the hush-hush. So now it's like everyone gets to brew and everything up, put it in the pot, stir the shit, and they go from there. So I get it. I get it. And I'm just happy that I'm just happy that it's time. I'm happy that we finally get to hear things in total. All in all. Because of all how many secrets there were, how many things were on the hush hush. Which, by the way, everybody, yes, Tony Kidd is going to say it. I still think. And I will forever think that the mafia put a hit on Jordan's father. Just saying. Now, what I feel, this is just Tony the Kid here. I'm not speaking for any other team. What I feel is that during that time period, it's two years missing out. it's, It's been documented that Michael Jordan had a serious gambling problem at that moment too as well the mafia had their input on every major sport company so when they found out that he had this big debt the mafia came to the NBA the NBA said yes sir the mafia said excuse me you're going to do this thing you're going to sleep with the fishes and you know the commissioner at that point and the team was like, I ain't trying to sleep with no fishes. So we'll make Michael Jordan take a break. Don't worry about it. We got this. So sure enough, we said, Mike, we're going to suspend you for two years from the NBA. But because you're this great, phenomenal, greatest of all time type of talent. And we know that NBA is going to decline in the ratings when we're trying to raise the ratings. We're going to suspend you for two years. And during those two years, you could do whatever the hell you want to do. If you still want to keep warmed up, play in the sport, any sport, play play baseball. Pick pick your poison. Can't, definitely can't play football. Don't know if you want to play tennis because you might tear an ACL. So it's like, where can you go? Baseball. Go baseball. Chill out there. Hit you know hit some baseballs. Catch catch some baseballs too as well. 
And then once it's time, once your suspension is done, we'll let you come back. Because why else would he be able to come during out coming back to the NBA during his second year being out? That didn't make any sense to me. And it doesn't. But it also tells me that during that two years, and right before you know him having to take that break, they put a hand on his dad. They said, you know what, we can't go after you. You're a top NBA star talent. If we, if we do something bad to you, we're going to lose money because then our gambling situation is going to go downhill. And I'm sure they relied somewhat on at least a good chunk of money on gambling. And they had to gamble on, of course, Michael Jordan. Went missing. Who else would have? Who else would be that person? So it just makes sense, everybody. It just makes sense. It does. And if you listen to the, if you listen to a few mafia gentlemen that still live to this day, they could tell you that it was a hit. They could be honest. And why would they lie now? To be famous? Please. They've already been there, done all that. They ain't trying to go back to that because they definitely ain't trying to get back into prison. So it just makes sense. Now, I'm not saying investigate, of course, because, again, it's a theory. It's a conspiracy theory that I just believe. Same thing like when you watch Irishman. Everyone believes that they put a hit on that uh, Al Pacino's character that he portrayed. So it just, there's just things. That's all it is, It's things. Information. And it could be true, it could not be true. I don't know. But I'm happy they brought that up, but I also don't believe in, in Michael Jordan when he said all that. No, rest in peace, you know, Michael Jordan's father. You know, totally don't mean to bring her up in any type of disrespect at all. It's just more or less pertaining to my point of my point to the story. Whew. Well, you guys, you guys take care of yourselves. Be safe, as always. It's me, Tony the Kid. Thank y'all for joining me on Chilling with Tony the Kid episode, if I'm not mistaken. Eight? Nine? Possibly? <laughs> Can't remember right now, but, you know, it's going well. But, again, thank you guys. Tune us in on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all over, as well as you can definitely catch us here on Anchor. Anchor is a phenomenal app, like as always, helps me out create these podcasts. Man, that's where I'm using right now at the moment right now, so make sure you guys tune in from there. Take a look at Anchor if you guys decided to try to do a podcast. It's phenomenal, good stuff, good work. And uh, you know, appreciate all the stuff, all, all the support. Definitely the team does too. You guys take care, be safe, and uh, see you soon.